You are listening to To The Top Talk with Jamie Arrington. Thank you, Jamesy. Southern Miss Black Ops tailgate legend, Jason Bailey. Bump is uh, pretty good. Andy Wizard of Whiskey himself, Mr. Shanglock. But the reality is... They don't know, man! I've been looking forward to To The Top Talk. You know, I have that with myself every night. Look, for all you listen today, I'm not an idiot. What's going on? What's happening? How you guys doing? Welcome to To The Top Talk, presented by BetUS, here with your break from the High Resource 5 propaganda to talk about the University of Southern Mississippi Golden Eagles. Life is back on sports betters. BetUS has your NCAA, NBA, NHL, UFC, PGA, and yes, NFL betting lines. You better get those in in the next two weeks up for their 27th year in live betting on all of it. Log in to BETUS.com or call 800-792-3887. That's 800-79-BETUS. BETUS for 125% bonuses with our promo code TTTT125. Customer service pros are ready to get your phone, social, and online sports betting kickoff started now. Play with the proven mainstay in the industry, BETUS. You bet you win, you get paid. BETUS. Dot com And joining me now, Southern Miss Black Ops tailgate legend, Jason Bailey. Greetings and salutations, boys. Cheers. Um, I'm back off of a, a crazy little birthday weekend down in the Gulf Hills, Ocean Springs area, and just now kind of in recovery mode. So <clears throat> good to be back with you guys and, and uh, looking forward to it. And the Wizard of Whiskey himself, Shane Lott. Gentlemen, 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 wonderful to be here with you. That's all. That's nice, all. Hefty, hefty thump there, too. That's how we roll. Hefty thumps. What? So do you guys feel like syncing up a talk before we get started? You guys want to give that a shot? <laughs> On the count of seven and three quarters. <laughs> if you guys didn't listen to the show last week, uh, we attempted to sync up a talk at the end of the show. <laughs> And I left that in, and it is—it was impossible to do, but it was—it was hilarious. It was uh, <laughs> um, quite the event. So go back and check that out. But um, let's talk. Not about- only check it out, but uh, go back after you've checked it out the first time and listen to it at half speed. Listen to and, it at uh, half speed. You'll cry till you pee, and then you may not ever listen to us again because you'll just think we're the dumbest human beings on the planet. We might have to put that. I might have to get the audio from that and just stick that in the show. Like right here. I'll stick it in right here and then we'll come back. Stick it in. For sure. If you feel like taking on that kind of task, I'm not going to stop you. I think it's an excellent idea. I just don't know how to do it. You know, if, if people don't like the show, like I, I don't think my wife ever listens to the show. We're running her ad. So she, she, she did listen to <laughs> She did listen to the very beginning of the show that I had to miss uh, because she saw it come out and she was like, you, you did a podcast. What the hell? You've been back there in quarantine. I was like, no, I didn't do anything. And she 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 said, well, I listened to the first few minutes, and she said, you boys got jokes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and so she likes that part, uh, and then she could probably do without all the Southern Miss stuff. And then um and then I, so I I made her listen to the end of last week. So I was like, you gotta listen to this. And she loved it. And then we did the half speed thing. We just sat there laughing our ass off for like ten minutes. So well worth it. Uh, we completely sound like a bunch of idiots, but uh. It was super funny. I'm still laughing about it. Hey, guys. Uh, I think we'll take that about does it. Hope you guys enjoyed it. As always, Southern Miss to the top.
Okay. Again, I'll do it with you. 
One, two, talk. 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 <laughs> I think it's just a delay. It may be just a delay. It's a, it's across the country. I can I can I still. I was about to say I am like thirteen hours away. <laughs> Maybe I need to go, like, on two and a half to line up a bump. We'll try. We'll try. We'll, we'll okay. try. All right. Well, wait. Okay, so he's going. Okay, I got you. I got you. All right, go ahead. All right. Three, two, one talk. Wait, wait. Talk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was great. Hey, hey, hey. One, two, talk. Talk. Better or worse? It's about the same. I don't think we're gonna. It's pretty bad. Well, let's talk about the Southern Miss news of the week. Up first, we have another Golden Eagle who is heading to the Super Bowl. Former Golden Eagle wide receiver Mike Thomas and his Cincinnati Bengals are Super Bowl bound. Um, really excited for Mike. It was fun to watch his Instagram live as soon as the game was over and them getting to accept the trophy and him running around the field and high-fiving the fans and then them just throwing down in the locker room. Really excited for him. I think, if I'm not mistaken, if you don't count Jason, I think Mike was the second guest I had on the show after Kalen Reed. So... I think he was the second guest on To The Top Talk. I, I don't remember. But anyway, he was one of the first guests that we had on. So uh, super excited for him. Uh, you know, it was, it was a tremendous comeback by his Bengals. So they're taking on the Los Angeles Rams in Los Angeles. So, you know, I think the majority of, uh, of people, surely Southern Miss fans, except for the except for the um, Southern Miss fans, who actually, the Mortons that work, he works for the Rams. Uh, outside of him, I think most of the, the fans will be cheering for the Bengals next week. I love yeah. it, man. Uh, dude, I'm firmly on the bandwagon. I mean, Mike Thomas is part of it, but uh, I dig it, man. Ultimate underdog, just a completely just normal, uh, normally way below average uh, NFL team that's, uh, that's just found something, man. And they got a dude at quarterback, and it seems like probably nobody's going to give him a chance yet again, and I, I can get behind a lot of that. And then we got some friends, you know, the, the Sanders, biggest uh, Bengals fans of all time. And, then, and I don't know if you guys saw that little clip, but you know, when when uh, they had a party uh, for their last playoff game, when they and when they won it, you, know, you see John Carter and Kelly kind of jumping up and down, hugging. Man, that's what it's all about. So I'm on the bandwagon. I like it. Uh, Mike is just kind of icing on the cake for me. Yeah, Mike, uh, fantastic career here at Southern Miss and has gone on to do nothing but represent the Golden Eagles well 
as a professional athlete. Uh, you'd love to see any Golden Eagle win a ring, especially one that seems to be an all-around nice and good dude. So, uh, And then everything that, that Jason said, it's, it's fun to watch uh, somebody new go in there. Not that the Rams are really a perennial power, uh, but it, it'll be cheering for the Bengals. Uh, nice to see a team that, that rarely is in contention have a shot at it. Absolutely. In other Southern Miss-related professional football news, so the USFL is back. If you don't remember the USFL, it was a it was a league back in the early to mid-80s where uh, Reggie Collier was a quarterback, uh, Marcus Dupree uh, tore his ACL, and uh, so forth and so on. But it is back, and so are the New Orleans Breakers, the team that originated in New Orleans before moving on to Portland before the USFL was defunct. Well, the USFL is back. And the New Orleans Breakers have a new head coach, former Golden Eagle head coach, Larry Fedora. The, they, right. they put out a, uh, a quick clip today about with Larry Fedora talking, and he did say smart, fast, physical, and flying around. <laughs> so it was totally – nothing's changed. Uh, but excited for him, excited to have uh, the USFL back. I'm curious to see if there's going to be any Golden Eagles in the league. I did not realize that this was a USFL thing. I thought this was like arena or something. So this is brand new kind of back again. Here's the tricky thing about the USFL with this first season. And I don't know if it had anything to do with COVID protocols or why this is the way it is, but all eight teams are going to be playing in the same city for this season. Next season, they're going to go to their respective hometowns. But this season, the entire league is going to be played in Birmingham. So at Legion between uh, Legion and UAB's new field. Really? Yep. Yep. Hmm. How do you guys feel about that? Legion, not the kindest to Larry Fedora. So, oh, my God, you did it. You brought it up. And the first thing you brought up today was the friggin basketball game that I missed. Oh, yeah. Bringing up that game that, you know, we're going to talk about that. Throws my ass off. and Awesome. Glad to great to be back. <laughs> but excited for excited for Larry. Uh, glad to have him not have another head coach job. I've you know when I saw they were coming back, I was like, I need to get me some Breakers apparel because that logo, those colors are really cool. Um, so excited that that Larry's going to be in the mix over there. And uh, hey man, you know we'll, we'll have to tailgate with some Red Bulls or something. There's uh, a lot of familiar coaching names in uh, in the USFL ranks. Uh, Skip Holtz is going to be Birmingham's coach. Uh, Kevin Sumlin's going to be Houston's coach. Uh, really? Who else? Yeah. Who else did I see? Uh, Jeff Fisher. Jeff Fisher's a coach. What? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do want to yeah. see the I want to see the Sumlin Fedora matchup again. Oh man, yes. won't that be fun? No doubt. I think that's the one that needs to be. I don't know if they have Monday Night Football in the USFL, but that needs to be like the primetime game of the week. I agree. Uh, that would be worth the drive. To go over there and watch a little bit of that. So, so I mean, when is this thing going to be played? Are, are they? I mean, this, this is opposite of the NFL season, right? Yeah. So this or will no? be this yeah. will be later on in the spring. Okay. Huh. Yeah. So. And then when the Golden Eagles are away for baseball, three-hour drive, go to the old what is it? The old Gray Lady. Isn't that it? <laughs> Isn't that Legion Field? Imagine making know. that up. That's, Whatever Katie lets you get away with. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Well, she's 40 now. So. I mean, it is cool, but I, but I would I was kind of looking forward to seeing them play in New Orleans. Like that's 
Well, that would be way cooler than Birmingham, but you just dropped that Birmingham knowledge on me. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, other former Golden Eagle news this week. This one, this one's a little weird. Austin Davis, former Golden Eagle quarterback who has spent uh, this past few years as the quarterback's coach for the Seattle Seahawks. Earlier this year, he was hired to be the offensive coordinator at Auburn, and he announced this week that he is stepping down from that offensive coordinator position. And, you know, kind of citing personal reasons, not much has been said about why, you know, what if he's going through something, is there something happening? There really hasn't been much said about that, but there is some chatter about the, the climate there in Auburn, given their head football coach. And so just to give an example, their, their defensive coordinator, Derek Mason, left last week. The defensive coordinator at Auburn left to take a position at Oklahoma State. So you, you have to think that the position at, I mean, I don't know, uh, if, if they're still getting that oil money at Oklahoma State or what, but you would think that a defensive coordinator position at Auburn would certainly pay more than Oklahoma State. And to leave now, there's got to be some red flags there. So, it kind of makes you wonder, like, what is what's going on at uh, at Auburn? Uh, Brian Harson, their head coach, you know, kind of a peculiar guy. Did him and Austin just not mesh, and Austin decided that he needed to get out of there, or what? Um, or is, is does Austin have something personal going on? If that's the case, hey, I don't want to dive into that, but it just kind of feels like there's something happening in Auburn right now um, with their with their situation. Given you have the other the defensive coordinator leave, and now the offensive coordinator, that's very fishy. So the timeline was you hired the head coach. Then they hired the defensive coordinator. Then they hired the offensive coordinator. Then the defensive coordinator quit. Then the offensive coordinator quit. Correct. And, and we're and, not and, we're not talking has about the head coach said anything. <laughs> uh, he apparently made a statement or something. I mean, he, he said something. There's an article mm-hmm. here at AL.com. I'm so glad this isn't us. Like. We've gone. Yeah, yeah we had. We, we, maybe we hadn't gone through this exact thing, but it seems like for a while there we were just in the middle of replacing ads and presidents, and nobody was on the same page. And it's just, it's just nice that it's. I mean, I know you mentioned Austin Davis, but it's just kind of nice that it's not us, you know, being mentioned as a university. Yeah, absolutely. And I will say that that Derek Mason, the the defensive coordinator. He was at Auburn last season, so it's not like Austin where he hadn't coached yet and left. But to leave Auburn after one season to go to Oklahoma State, just giving everything in play there, and and not only to leave but to leave now, um, yeah, like a week before signing day, right? Is is that that whole thing is very strange? Yeah, really weird. But hey, man, it's a. Uh... Hey, we just we just wish Austin the best. I don't really care yeah. about you know. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's. I mean, and by no means would I have any insight into anything going on Same. at Auburn. But uh, yeah, no. I think we can all agree it's weird. We can all agree that Austin has typically been pretty smart about every decision he's ever made. So if I have to, <laughs> if I have to think someone's the problem. I, I, w- I would like to think that Austin's probably not it. But. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I guess it'll be interesting to see if Austin uh, takes another job sometime soon or if he takes some time off. It'll be interesting to see how that plays sure. out. Yep. Um, as we alluded to earlier, so Facebook memories always gives us some some uh, some fun content. And today was no exception. Ten years ago tonight, Southern Miss defeated Memphis in basketball. 75-72 
That was the final year of the Eustachie era. Um, and I remember that game. I, I remember Jason wasn't there and, um, it was, it was so Thanks much. Thanks for bringing I, it up. Yeah. <laughs> they had the big <laughs> head, they had the big heads out there on the floor and everything. The net heads awesome. were in full effect. Net heads were in full effect. I, I know that because I remember, and I've probably told this on this show before, but <clears throat> since you brought it up, so I'm in Orlando. We do a national sales Orlando. meeting. Orlando. That year just happened to be in Orlando, <clears throat> and um, and so I'm missing the game anyway. There's so there's there's a function uh, during, real you know these national things, man. You got something to do every night, pretty much. This particular night was just kind of like where everybody gets around and I don't know, they give out some awards and uh, it was kind of just a cocktail hour type of thing. And uh, I'm just checking my phone the whole time. I'm looking at it and I'm like, damn it. You know, I don't miss games, especially then when it was awesome. You know, we've got the net heads. At that point, there's probably 25, 30 of us that wore these nets attached to our head. Larry's loonies were better. Larry's loonies were on the other side. And that's cool. I got a loony shirt. I should have worn it tonight. Um, so, so anyway, I'm checking my phone, and, and it gets to the point to where I think people are starting to go this way and that way with the meeting thing. And um, and this, this huge resort we're at, there's several bars uh, uh, within the place. So I went and found one, and I had the guy see if he could find the game on the TV. I think it was on a good channel. I don't know if it was on ESPN or what it was on, but it was on a channel they could get pretty easily. And uh, I, and so I'm the only one there that's a Sutter Miss fan. <laughs> In this in this resort in the middle of Orlando, but the other people that were there um, were from another company, and um, a lot of them were Villanova fans. And so hmm. we, we just end up talking, and they the Villanova they know their basketball, and and so I get them to start watching our game. By the end of the night, man, they're all pulling for Southern Miss, and I was pointing to the screen saying, "That's that's my guys, that's my redheads right there." And then you hit it, man. They they hit the shot, and uh, people rush the court. I could not believe I wasn't there. I was high fiving people I didn't know, you know, uh, tears coming out of my eyes probably. So it was a great moment that I had to have from like nine hours away, but, uh, you know, great moment nonetheless. For people that have not experienced a jam packed Reed Green Coliseum, she's not the prettiest venue on the face of the earth. I'll, I'll give you that, but. Man, that place is a lot of fun when there's people in there that are into the basketball game. It gets so loud, so loud, and it doesn't take that many people to fill it up. If we could just get back to a a decent level to start getting some crowds in there, uh, you know, the momentum could really swing. But uh, unfortunately, we're not doing that great right now, and uh, we we need that momentum swing to get people back on board because – Again, that place is a lot of fun when it's rocking. And not that it was anywhere near that type of thing. Uh, I mean, we used to have the wave going, you know. Anyway, so fun. Everybody's sweating. You're looking up like, is the air conditioner even work? But um, but the other night at the game, uh, at, at the Thursday game, Tuesday game, whatever game that was, the first game last week, um, a bunch of students showed up. They kind of. Uh, <laughs> they got them in there by promising a free cover to Brewskis, but whatever. I mean, there's probably 500 of them, so it was cool, man. And they're leaning over the the rail down there, really giving it to uh whoever the first game was was that the North Texas game, and um and uh it helped, it helped for a while, you know. So 
it was good to see them back. I hope they had fun, even even though we lost the game. I hope they had fun, and they're like, you know what, this is cool. I'm gonna come back and watch some more basketball because they make it makes a lot of it just does. It makes a ton of difference. I think probably more so in college basketball than any other sport. The the fans uh, they just they do they make a difference. So you know before we talk about basketball, you know you mentioned Reed Green, and there's there's gradually been changes trickling into Reed Green. The past few years since we had the the one percent tax added to to give us the flexibility to do that, but Jeremy McLean last week uh, tweeted a photo of some uh, an, an architectural plan for Reed Green, so that there could be something on the horizon in regards to uh, plans for for what Reed Green is going to look like and what what uh, the, 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 you know, what's going to encompass the the dome there. The halls of, of Reed Green. Yeah, and, and I don't know what, <clears throat> since there hasn't been any official word, I guess that we can kind of speculate uh, as, as far as what's been going around in, in circles on message boards and whatnot. But on the blogs. Like, 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 like we'll just, <laughs> you know, we've, we've talked about it before. Just pick a spot. Pick anything at Reed Green. And it can use some improvement. <laughs> so, I mean, outside of probably the office, the things you can't see. Uh, from where you sit, um, the lights are new. The lights are very new. We do not need. Okay, that's one thing. Uh, the lights are and the lights are great. Um, Shane, I don't know if you've been in there in person, but um, it's really I have cool. not. I think I can do that. Um, but but I, I, apparently the, the the biggest and one of the first things is going to be the loading ramp situation with being able to get other uh, like national acts to be able to agree to come back and do stuff at Reed Green. Right now, this is a huge hassle. Uh, getting stuff on and off the truck, and they're just not going to do it. But outside of that, at least what I have heard is an actual front door. I think over there on that north side, looking towards uh, Pete Taylor Park, an actual front door that that's going to look like you're walking into, you know, a place where you're going to go watch a basketball game. Um, and then not along a with guess that, how to get in. Yeah, right now it's it's what door? There's 700 doors. Which one? None of them are black or gold. But anyway, um, and then outside of that, well, along with that front door, I think that just lends itself to believe that the bathrooms and concession stand, which are kind of hooked to that spot, would be part of that, um, which leads you right to the concourse. So, you know, I think it starts there and just blends all the way down. I, the one thing I haven't heard is any kind of seating arrangements, because you remember the McGillis thing forever ago that was just it seemed like a pipe dream he was like hey it's only gonna be like 50 million dollars <laughs> like okay um but but that thing had like adding like a deck to it and lowering the floor uh oh yeah lo- lowering the planks and that whole deal i don't know i don't know what all is going to this thing but i was told that once it's done you won't even be able to recognize it so we'll see exciting times exciting times well we long some, live the yurt. Long live the yurt. <laughs> Southern Miss had a, a couple of games this past week. Uh, Jason, why don't you give us a, an update on how those went? Okay, so the first game was the North Texas game. We lost that game 63-54. to 54. Um, And you know one thing that has plagued the Eagles over most of this year and kind of all of last year really uh, are, are the slow starts. We've even talked about it this year um, some. And Lo and behold, it's like it's like we fixed part of it. Every time we fix something, like something else goes wrong, and we still lose the game. 
But um, lately that hadn't been the case. Um, we, we, this game was the same way. We started off hot. Uh, North Texas is one of the better teams in the league. Uh, maybe, you know, possibly one of the uh, upper tier teams in, in the country, honestly. And we started off 10 to nothing. <clears throat> we uh, had a bunch of steals, kind of like the Tyndall era there for a little while. We looked energized, looked on script, um, actually forced 11 first half turnovers, which is something that we have not done well this year at all. Um, North Texas did battle back and led at the half 32 to 28. Um, and then honestly, just kind of a similar result in the second half. Eagles outscored 31 to 26 and we ended up losing the game 63 to 54. Uh, Mean Green were led by Mardrez McBride with 21 points. He was five of 10 from three point range. Um, the Eagles had good games from uh, Tyler Stevenson yet again, and uh, DeAndre Pinkney, who's really come into his own lately. Uh, Steven was, Stevenson was 17 points, Pinkney with 15. <clears throat> Southern Miss was out-rebounded 36-17. And for somebody who's watched a whole lot of Southern Miss basketball, that's just unbelievable for it to even come out of my mouth. Um, but, yeah, if you're un- if you're out-rebounded that much, um, it's, it's not good. Um, that actually resulted in 19 second-chance points versus only seven second-chance points for the Eagles. So that was probably the deciding factor in the game. Uh, Isaiah Moore did return to action and played 14 minutes. Uh, looked pretty good out there. Southern Miss finished with 21 turnovers. North Texas finished with 16. So, again, we have some things to clean up. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, we, we finally kind of clean up the, the beginning of the game drought, and uh, just something else takes us down. North Texas improves to 14-4, and 7-1 and one in the league. Southern Miss 6-13, and 1-5. That leads us to... The Rice game on Saturday. I was unable to make that game. Um, but uh, so anyway, uh, and, and you know, Rice comes into the game. Uh, they're kind of known for jacking up threes. Anybody who's going to watch a Southern Miss Rice game over the last couple of years knows that Rice really uh, shoots a, a ton of three pointers, and when they hit them, they're tough to beat. <clears throat> um, Rice, uh, <clears throat> Rice hit. Speaking of three pointers, Rice hit a three pointer at the buzz, at the first half buzzer to send the Owls into halftime with a 42-36 to 36 lead. Um, Southern Miss had some three-point power. They hit eight three-pointers of their own, going eight of 26 from beyond the arc. Jerron Pierre had himself a game. He kept the Eagles in it, really. Um, and, and he had the kind of game that that we've that we've hoped that, that he could do and that, we, and that we all know that he can do, uh, at least offensively. He had a career-high 29 points to go along with five rebounds and five assists. Fantastic effort by him. Tyler Stevenson, um, steady once again, 14-7 uh, and seven for him. Southern Miss uh, shot the ball okay, 40% from the floor, 30% from three, 66% from the line. None of those numbers are bad. Uh, only seven turnovers. We just talked about a minute ago all the turnovers that we had leading to those second-chance points. Um. And, 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 you know, then, so this game, we, we, we fixed something else, uh, and we still lose the game. So I don't know. It's, it, it's weird. I don't know how you guys feel about it, but it's, I still see effort out there. I still see, um, I still see, uh, the plan. Like when the plan is going and we're on script, it seems to work out well. It's, it's, uh, you know, like the game that Pierre had this game. If he has a little bit of that in the game before, we probably win it, you know, um, and if you can flip flop, you know, different stats between games, um, then, then it seems like we could be doing a lot better than we are. But 
As it is, Rice improves to 12 and 8, 5 and 4 in the league. Southern Miss now is 6 and 14, 1 and 6, and that's a big yikes right there. So um, it should be noted that Rice had five different guys in double figures, and I think that's one of our biggest problems. We, I don't know if we have five guys that it's possible they can score in double figures, but they had five guys. One guy was 17, 16, 14, 14, and 11. So. I don't know what you guys think about it, but at this point, doing the basketball highlights is not the coolest thing in the world. Um, <laughs> but, but it's uh, it's still fun to go, man. It's uh, nobody wants to see us lose. Um, I don't know what the answer is, but I know you can't get out rebounded like we seem to be got, getting out rebounded as much. Uh, and and I know that um, you know you probably have to uh, have to have more players that are, have the ability to. To, to have a 29 point night like Pierre just said. So I'll drink to that. I wish I had a thump in my hand. That seemed like a good thump spot. <laughs> That's a great time for a thump. Uh, it's one of those things where you just we finish out the season and see what happens. I yeah. hate it. It's just, yeah, it's, it's and, hard and, to get it. And, 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 and look, there's, there's so much of this, this, this fire ladder talk. And I don't want to get into that. Uh, but I mean, it is what it is. You can, you can't just lose forever. You know, so nobody wants to see that. Um, I do think personally that it would be a crime to not let Ladner in a year of recruiting with the new facilities on the way. But that's just my opinion. I understand there's other opinions. And, you know, either way, what's happening right now is just got to get better. Right. That's the one thing everybody can agree on is that you just can't just keep losing all the time. So. I hope that we stop doing that because this segment will be so much cooler. <laughs> it's it's not going to get any easier. The rest of the the rest of the way out is is the tough thing. I mean, you you have a lot of games here where I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know that we'll be favored in a game the rest of the season. I mean, may I mean we did beat UTSA, mm-hmm. but I, I don't know. It's just so it's it's going to be really really tough to. Yeah, I guess we'll just have to take any kind of optimism wherever we can get it. Did you guys realize that Tyler Stevenson still had another year remaining? Yeah, I did. I did. Because I, I, I had no idea. I've been telling everybody all year, like, hey, man, you better get to that last Tyler Stevenson game. He deserves it. And somebody was like, he's a junior. I was like, that's impossible. <laughs> but again, it's the COVID thing. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he has the opportunity to come back. Yeah. He can move way up that points list. Right now, I think he's 20. Seventh or something like that. Like he's getting up in the Randolph Keys area, which is crazy to think that he's still got a whole another year left. Yeah, that is that is tremendous. Yeah. yeah, so it looks like we've got. Um. Yeah, it doesn't look like it looks like we we may be favored in UTSA. That's the only game the rest of the year that we could be favored in when we come down to it. So that's we've got ten games left this season. So it doesn't look like it's, you know, hey, but if you win somebody, if you can win a couple of those games, I mean, at least that gives you a little bit of optimism. Uh, but it's 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 not looking good right now. Hopefully they can turn it around. I'm just waiting on one of those games where everything just kind of goes right. Like, I mean, it, it, we've seen it happen before in football, like where, where we just we were horrible. Right. Like the Munkin year. We won that last UAB game. And all of a sudden we're like, holy crap. Like, where did that come from? <clears throat> and. I know we have some shortcomings, but, you know, I have seen us improve over the year. I, I think the team today beats the team at the be- beginning of the year. <clears throat> we're not, we're just, we're not very good, but 
I don't think we're worse now than we were at the beginning of the year. Um, so I don't know. It'd be it'd be so nice if we could have a really good week, just one time, <laughs> just have a good week and just come in and and and, and be able to talk about that. But <clears throat> I, I like you, Jamie. I'm I'm not extremely optimistic about the outcomes uh, moving forward. Um, I'll still go and I'll still watch Tyler because uh, he's just worth it. And um, some of the other guys too, but but particularly Tyler. Yeah, I mean you hate it for. I mean you hate it for. I mean I don't think there's anybody who doesn't want Jay Ladner to win here. I mean this is the this is the this is the last thing we wanted to see happen. It's just it's unfortunate. And Tyler Stevenson, you know, when there was a chatter about him leaving, you're thinking, okay, well he can come back, and you know, it, it seems like they they may be moving point, forward. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I would, and I don't think he'll transfer. But, but at this point, I, 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 complete complete speculation on my part. But if I'm Tyler, you know, I'm I'm, I'm thinking long and hard about about the uh, the extra year when I could easily uh, go overseas and play for quite a while. We've seen guys do it, you know. We've seen guys make a lot of money. I couldn't blame um, him, you know. Couldn't so, blame him for that. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, he's probably graduated by now. All these guys, it's, it's going to be the and maybe that's the way the COVID year finally corrects itself. Is you get to that final year, and um, and then and then then we're done with all the guys, you know, that that have had the COVID year. So, Shane, uh, so this week the Golden Eagles are uh, heading down to South Florida. Uh, Thursday night they will be taking on FIU, and uh, TV on that is TBA. And then Saturday they'll be taking on FAU. That game's at 3 p.m. on ESPN Plus. All right, Shane, how about the ladies? Uh, the Lady Eagles had uh, a mixed results week last week, uh, starting it off on Thursday, January 27th at University of North Texas. The Lady Eagles fall 66 to 72. Uh, I actually was flipping back and forth. Both of those games were on ESPN Plus, the men and the women, and they were on partially at the same time. So uh, I would jump back and forth between one and the other, and the games went very similarly. Uh, the men jumped out to a lead. The ladies actually led for the first three quarters of this game. Uh, Deja Almond and Dominique Davis both had 16 points each. Malia Grayson with 12. Uh, and as I said, the Lady Eagles led 58-51 going into the fourth quarter. But UNT used hot shooting, uh, hit four three-pointers, and just pulled out the lead there in the end. Uh, nothing really the Lady Eagles could do about it. <clears throat> the next game, Saturday, January 29th at Rice. Different uh, results for the ladies there. They walk away with a 78-55 to win. It was the best shooting performance of the season for the Lady Eagles, where they made 54.7% of their shots. Uh, that boosted their league leading 44.3% field goals, uh, percentage. So, uh, the Lady Eagles are the best shooting team in Conference USA. Uh, that has to be helped by Dominique Davis, the junior transfer from LSU. She scored a career high 30 points, was nine for 16 from the field, three for six from three point, uh, range and nine for nine from the line. So monster, absolute monster night from Dominique Davis. Uh, she is a beast, and I am very glad that we do have her for one more year. Uh, Malia Grayson also had 15 points uh, 
against Rice, uh, and it was the first win for the ladies at Rice since 2016. Uh, next up for the ladies, they play four games over the span of seven days in the friendly confines of Reed Green Coliseum, starting off with three games before we talk to you again. Uh, Thursday, <clears throat> February 3rd versus FIU. That is that game is at six o'clock. FIU comes into that game at 11 and seven and three and four in Conference USA play. Saturday, uh, the 5th versus FAU. Uh, FAU come and that game's two o'clock. FAU comes into the game at five and fourteen and one and seven in Conference USA play. <clears throat> and then Monday the seventh versus UTSA. UTS and that game is at six o'clock. UTSA comes in to that game five and fifteen and two and seven in Conference USA play. So uh, you think the Lady Eagles should probably be heavily favored in two of those three games? Probably looking at a battle against FIU. Uh, but having all three of those games at home certainly helps. Lady Eagles currently sit at 12 and seven and four and four in Conference USA action. All right, now let's take a word to hear from our sponsors. Roses are red, violets are blue. Don't let wild hairs wreck you. Valentine's Day just around the corner, and our sponsors at Manscaped are here with the best tools to get you ready for the special occasion. Good hygiene. So important on Valentine's Day. This V-Day is time to join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming, with our exclusive offer. Go to manscaped.com and use our code TTTT for 20% off and free shipping. TTTT, that's our code here at To The Top Talk. Again, get 20% off and free shipping with TTTT. That's 20% off, free shipping, TTTT, join Cupid, shoot your arrow with Manscaped this Valentine's Day. Also, I came up with a new tagline for them. What you got? Just just then, during your read, uh, we can throw this out there conditionally that we get to negotiate a better deal. Uh, but I'm for it. Mans- Manscaped, the best tools for your jewels. See, this is, <laughs> this is like, I don't I don't understand why you're still here. Yeah, the whole shoot your arrow thing I thought was pretty solid. The best tools for your jewels. I'm going to uh, I'm going to pitch that. And, you know, speaking of the take credit thing, <clears throat> I've uh, I've kind of gotten into my own little routine, you know, after getting out of the shower and the little crop preserver. Yeah, it's nice. It is nice. I don't know how far I can take that, but, you know, <laughs> great <laughs> well we, we we when we record these now uh, ladies and gentlemen we do video so we have to discourage bump from anything that could cause this video to go awry <laughs> yeah don't don't show me anything i don't want to see <laughs> hey and hey super bowl a week and a half away bet with a three decade leader bet us join now with a 125 percent bonus by using our promo code tttt125 or 200% bonus with crypto by using our code TTTT200. Bet sports, casino, horses, pop culture, and more at BETUS.com. You bet you win. You get paid. Bet US. Um, a little bit of football news this week. There were some, some tweets out there in the uh, Twitterverse. James Madison moving to mm. the FBS slash Sunbelt in 2022. 
kind of paving the way for hopefully for uh, the Golden Eagles, the Thundering Herd, and the Monarchs. That is still to TBD as Conference USA is being a little bit of a butt about letting us out. <laughs> so um, that's Quit being they, a butt. They, they, they tweeted out their first. Uh, who's their first game against? Uh, Middle, Middle Tennessee. Tennessee. Middle Tennessee. That's right. Okay. Boy, they're fired up, man. I mean, I know all of us are kind of fired up to get the hell out of here, but James Madison people, they're uh, feeling pretty good about themselves. And so Middle Ten got a buyout from Missouri for that week, like 800000 And I feel like James Madison is paying them like a decent amount to like 700000 700, yep. So really? So they're getting about – they're getting 1.5 mil for that weekend in all in all, which they could have used to buy their way out of conference USA and hit the <laughs> back, but they did not do. Oh, so man. Uh, like failed leadership. They're made for conference USA. <laughs> absolutely. So middle 10 getting in on the JMU action before they're hey, playing. Can Jacksonville I go ahead and take, regularly. Can I go ahead and take James Madison right now for next year's betting thing? You can just remind me when we get to that, Tom. <laughs> I don't think I've ever bet on Middle Tennessee, so I doubt it'll continue next year. I hope, I hope James Madison just beats the turd. I I, I get a feeling. Guys. I get a feeling that as we get into this, we're not going to like James Madison. Well, I could. I, I, if I, my brother-in-law is any indication. Uh, he, I, actually, he's a really nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a letdown. I was yeah. like, here he is. Him no. and his wife are both James Madison alumni. They met there, and they might be the nicest people on the planet. I have nothing bad to say about them. I'm a big fan of Dolly Madison. I think they <laughs> have some delicious snacks. But Billy Madison. Billy Madison, yeah. Not a big fan of Madison, the, the brick city in Mississippi, but – Madison Square Garden, somehow the mecca of basketball. Yeah, they've never won anything. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Not since like '79. A lot of people around around Hattiesburg that aren't big fans of Ashley Madison anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Some of our listeners. Um, Behave, boys. God bless you. Behave. Yeah, you use crypto next time. Jeez, that that whole scandal just kind of came and went, didn't it? It did. Did I just say that? <laughs> it did. Well, there you go. <laughs> um, also, I wanted to touch on this. This is not, you know, we don't have any late-breaking news in regards to this, but it's no secret that uh, there will be new lights at Pete Taylor Park, and I believe they are installed. We've seen some photos and videos, and it it really, like, like the upgrade it was for basketball, they really look tremendous, so I'm really curious to see how the new lights perform at the peak this spring. What we all really want to know is how is John Adams going to work out the engineering to coordinate the train horn and the lights? Mm. <laughs> you know, somehow those I, I have confidence that those guys will figure it out. Yeah. It, I can't wait to see the rig that's going to make it happen too. all parts bought from Lowe's. Yeah. Well, all we had to, I mean, you ever heard John talk about and, it? And like, like, yeah, I mean, he, he starts talking about these things, and I think he, I think he thinks that I know what he's talking about. <laughs> you know, he's like, "Well, all you got to do is you got to run this line over here and run it over there, and you got to have a fifty-pound compressor and blah 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 blah, and then whatever." I'm like, "Oh yeah, of course." Yeah, if Can people I just don't know it? it, 
that the uh, the the truck that the, he's got that big deck built on to uh, that that is out there in his corner of the roost. Uh, that truck is basically at this point in time a rolling air compressor to power that train horn. Yes. Like they, they drive it in there at the beginning of the season, they park it there and the thing is only cranked when it needs to, to amp that, that uh, generator up for the train horn or it, the air uh, pressure for the, yeah, the yeah. train horn. So here's the deal. It doesn't, it doesn't run anymore. Oh really? It, it stays there year round. The, okay. The, 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 yeah. It's not, it's not brought back in. There's actually been a front added to it. Um, you hadn't been out there in a while. Uh, right. So, yeah. So, so, so yeah. back in the day when you did have to drive it down 4th Street, <laughs> the thing on top was pretty crazy. Uh, but, no, the, the, the truck is still out there. It's out there right now. It stays out there year-round. Now, so how one, do they... one thing they have to do at the beginning is they have to uh, uh, air up the tires um, at the very beginning of the year because the tires just lose air pressure all year long. So. And, and that starts pulling down the ladder and everything. So, so what do they use to power the train horn now? Do they I don't know. Like All an air compressor? That, yes, they do have an air compressor, big one, attached to the bottom of the uh, of the platform where the seats are. Gotcha. Yeah. Shane, do you have any more sports news to bring us up to speed on? Uh, yes, actually, I do. Women's tennis was in action this past week. Uh, the Lady Eagles opened their season with a victory over Southeast Louisiana, taking that four to nothing. That was Saturday, the 29th in Hattiesburg. Lady Eagles started by taking two of three in the doubles match- matches to get things going. Uh, Ibru Zainab Yazga and Alyssa Richter, uh, and then Suhana Das and Clara Tardavel won uh, their doubles matches. And then uh, Richter and Tardavel followed that up uh, with singles matches. Richter with a 6-1-6-0 win and Tardavel with a 6-1-6-1 win. They both captured the first singles victory of their college careers. And then Sarah Medic sealed the victory with a 6-1-6-0 win. There were some other matches going on, but there was no way for Southeast Louisiana to come back and take the win over the Lady Eagles. So it was called at that point in time with a 4-0 win. Uh, Southern Miss women's tennis now has a streak of 24 consecutive home victories dating back to 2018. Hmm. Uh, Pretty impressive stuff from the Lady Eagles tennis program there. Uh, They'll be back in action Thursday, February 3rd versus UNO at the Southern Miss Tennis Complex at 2.30. Admission to the tennis matches are free if you want to go out and check out some tennis. The Lady Eagles got their thing going. Uh, That was the only action uh, this past week, but we do have some uh, programs that are going to be in action this week that weren't in action last week. The track teams find themselves back at the Jaguar Invitational at the Birmingham Crossplex in Birmingham, Alabama. That is hosted by South Alabama, and that will be Sunday, February 6th. And men's tennis is going to be back in action. Uh, if you remember a couple of weeks ago, they fell in their season opener against Mutsu. Uh, next, their Saturday uh, verse, uh, February 5th versus Jacksonville State, also at the Southern Miss Tennis Complex, and that is at 2 o'clock. Uh, we got other sports here in the next couple of weeks that are going to be coming back. Uh, softball is going to be here in a couple of weeks. Uh, and then before we know it, men's golf, women's golf, beach volleyball are all going to be up and rolling. So uh, another week of just a couple of updates and uh, and then, 
again, you just get to, we get to be friends and you get to listen to me talk for like 15 minutes at the end. <laughs> um, and I would, before you move on real quick, Jamie, I, I want to mention the, uh, the Sutter Miss golf thing again, that they're having for their fundraiser. Okay. Uh, March 10th, March 11th. If you're interested in playing, just, uh, email, um, Eddie, it's a edmund.bresher at usm.edu, or you can call him at, uh, 985-969-6123. March 10th, they have the, uh, 6 p.m. dinner and silent auction, uh, at the Hasbro Country Club. And then the tournament is on March, Friday, March the 11th. 12 p.m. registration. Uh, at 1 p.m., the two man scramble begins. And it is $200 a players or $400 a team. And if you're interested in a whole sponsor, it's $150. Good times. Good Whoa. times. I thought that the uh, I thought that the power just went off or something there. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought I lost connection too. <laughs> oh, do you guys have any shout outs? Oh, I do. Shane, would you like to go ahead? Shout yeah, out. while you're getting yours ready, uh, I really just have one shout out, and I'll touch on whiskey late or later. But uh, after after I can't even speak, and I haven't even had that third pour yet. Speaking of, um, don't. <laughs> this week to the top talk favorite Macy Weaver had knee surgery for the basketball team. Uh, seems like everything went well. Macy does have a year left. Uh, hopefully she comes back and, uh, and is in uh, fighting shape for next year, but uh, just wanted to say that and, and uh, send positive vibes and energy out to Macy Weaver. We hope you heal soon. Jason, do you have any shout outs this week? So I wanted to give a shout out to um it's not really Southern Miss related, but everybody that came out to celebrate Katie's birthday. We had an absolute yeah. blast. Uh, I went down to that uh Gulf Hills um <coughs> area. <coughs> that swingers fun. club. Yeah. I'll tell you this, and I, I tell you what, shout out to bartender Brad at uh the Capone's um bar right there um in Gulf Hills. Hooked us up all night long. He used to work in Hattiesburg a while back. Um, if you go, if you go to uh, Capone's, um, tell uh, Brad that we said hello and Ringo. Ringo is dog. Was, oh, Ringo was there. Ringo. Ringo. Ringo was there. Ringo was there. You know, he's just you know banging he's just the a drums. Dog. Banging he's the drums a bit. He's banging the drums. You know, he's a dog. I mean, he can't play the drums really well. <laughs> he's really... very nice. Uh, shout out to my dad for coming down and keeping my son so we can go to the birthday thing. I saw them on TV at the basketball game. Shout out um, to Wayne. That's Wayne. You got, your father's Wayne. It's Wayne. It's Wayne. He plays the guitar. Now I'm talking like Beatles. The rest of that's the whole. That's yeah. the show. That was the show. Um, and I wanted to give a shout out to uh, Talking Ball, y'all, the podcast they have Will Hall yeah. on, on their latest episode. Uh, Clay and the guys do uh, such a great job with all that good stuff as always. And lastly, um, and I tried to sing this at karaoke this week, didn't go well. Um, but Adam Doliak, I mean, my man is just a hit machine. He had a song drop called "You're Drinking It Wrong," which we did not do this weekend. We drink it right. <laughs> Um, but it's great, um, fun stuff, and he is just on the verge of becoming just a superstar, and and I'm I'm glad we kind of got in on the uh, ground floor with that guy. It's good. I want to give a shout out to Mike Thomas. You know, Mike <laughs> Thomas he catches the football. He does a good job. 
Yeah, he catches the football, but he's, he also makes tackles. He's out there on catching on the kickoffs. And, you know, you know, you got to do that. If you're not, you're not getting the field. You got to go make plays any way you can. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Shout out to Mike Thomas. Awesome to see him get the action. And uh, shout out to my man. Uh, who have I chatted with this week? Jason Wiley. Shout out to Jason Wiley. Had a good conversation with Jason earlier today. So good, good to catch up with him. Um, well, I think that about does it. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Are you guys gonna try? Are you gonna give it a shot? Oh God! <laughs> hey, how about you do? How about you do sudden miss and then? I don't know, Shane. You want to do the next part, and then I'll do talk, or what? I'll just do Southern Miss to the top, and then you guys can try to, to sync up talk. Oh shit! Just not go. even. We're not. I mean, we... not even going to count it down. We're just going to okay. happen organically. All right, let's do it. One, one go. Right. No re- well, first before we dive into this ridiculousness, <laughs> I drank three different things from Elijah Craig tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put this this uh, off as long as possible. Get some more whiskey in me before we attempt to sync up. Uh, the uh, uh, I stayed with uh, Elijah Craig small batch, a couple of single barrel picks, nice easy ninety four proof, uh, good sipping whiskey. It won't blow you out of the water. Uh, the first one was a twelve uh, year old pick uh, that some buddies of mine in Durham helped uh, the Durham ABC board pick, and then there's a group uh, of some ex veterans in the Fayetteville area called Smoking Barrels Whiskey Society. They uh, they picked this nice uh, nice 94 proofer. Uh, I'll show the boys in the camera the sticker on the back of it. Uh, it's uh, Doc Holliday, the um, who played Doc Holliday in, in Val uh, Kilmer. Yeah, Val. Thank you. It's Val Kilmer's Doc Holliday, and uh, the quote above it says, "Forgive me if I don't shake hands, quarantine and chill." So uh, always love a good tater sticker. And then the last thump of the night was some Elijah Craig toasted barrel still coming in at that 94%, but they added it to a toasted barrel and makes it all marshmallowy and desserty and deliciousness. But yeah, to the top talking and stuff. To the top talk. Well, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed it. And as always, Southern Miss to the top. Talk. Talk. could play for Alabama, USC, or Notre Dame. You have lots of things to offer, but Southern Mississippi puts you all shame. I was born here in Hattiesburg, never ventured far away. When it comes to playing football, here in Eagle Heaven is where I'm gonna stay. I could play for North Carolina, Ohio State, RLSU. You play a good game of football, but Southern Mississippi is a whole lot better than you. Season is over and done. The fans 
folks here in Hattiesburg will be proud of what we've done. I could play for the Georgia Bulldogs, Florida State, or Tennessee. But I chose Southern Mississippi. And right here at home is where I'll always be. I could play for Alabama, USC, or Notre Dame. You have lots of things to offer, but Southern Mississippi puts you all to shame. I could play for North Carolina, Ohio State, or LSU. You play a good game of football, but Southern Mississippi is a whole lot better than you. season is over and done all your teams with famous names will see we're number one ask mississippi state ask mississippi state call katie case bailey with dunbar real estate for all of your real estate needs katie case bailey realtor extraordinaire something to show something to list something to sell call today at 601-408-9980 